This is Kristen. And this is Isha. Welcome to I'm Not a Peach Crayon. And welcome back to everybody for season three of I'm Not a Peach Crayon. Happy Black History Month and the fact that Black History should be taught all year round because it's part of American history as well. Mm -hmm. Not just one month a year, but all year round, Uh, which leads us kind of to today's topic actually before we jump even into today's topic i just want to really talk about like why we chose or why do you think we chose black history month to start our podcast well we did we did go back and forth about that but um one of the major focuses for us would highlighting works by black authors um, specifically fiction works by black authors because those are that's a genre that we really like and enjoy and when we were growing up we really didn't have too much access to that and so when we were going through and we were planning what we wanted to talk about for this upcoming season one of the things I thought was hey let's talk about banned books because <laughs> that's something that I I don't like the idea of banned books. I've always hated that. Um, it never really made sense to me. If you don't like a book, you don't have to read it. But don't stop me from reading it if I want to learn something or get a different perspective. So how do you feel about books like Mein Kampf? Okay, so personally, I do not like it. Mm. Would If someone gave me a copy of Mein Kampf, would I pitch it into the fire? No. I would not because as someone who studied history, I find it interesting because I want to understand the thought process Mm -hmm. that led to Hitler doing some major crimes against humanity Mm -hmm. and the atrocities during the Holocaust. Like I, I want to understand the context. I need to understand what his thought process was, what was going on with the propaganda that trickled down to mm-hmm. the German citizens and the Austrian citizens and how he was able to affect that type of rollout throughout Europe um, to involve everybody and pull them into a second world war. Right. So that would be something for a scholarly historical context Yes, if I'm reading it to just be like, to make myself feel better, Mm. if I were a white person right, uh, who needed some type of external, you know, thing to to make me feel good about myself, which is taking it from a negative perspective, then I feel like that's the wrong reason. That's the wrong type of studying to do. Right. So basically the concept uh, from what I'm getting from you is that in the terms or the context of education, it's important to have all aspects or all viewpoints at least talked about to foster like uh, understanding as well as conversation. So yes, it is. So that being said, it's funny because as as you were saying that, I was thinking about that one person who had or that one teacher who had said. Uh, if you ch- if you choose, I think it was the 1619 project that they had decided to remove from the book list or something or something along those lines. And they were like, well, if we teach this, that means we have to t- you might as well be teaching Nazi literature to show them the other side. And it, I was just laughing in my head or like not laughing, but just kind of 
seeing how like two sides, the, the same conversation or the same argument can be used in two different ways, which kind of this whole concept of book banning and the reasons why we use it or why, not why we use it, but why it's been weaponized late as of late, but even for a long period of time, the, the reasoning is so vague sometimes or so wide reaching that like, I could say that you, you, you have your argument and it's literally the same argument as the other person, but the intention behind it or the opinions behind it or the misinformation behind it changes the structure I could say of the the argument or the foundation or the moral reasoning behind it well also what you're right in that in that regard because you can utilize an argument for or against and it could be pretty much the same words like I'm for something being written like black LGBTQ I'm for those voices and those stories being put out there um, regardless of it, whether I like the story or not, still being put out there for other people to to read, you know. And of course, I'm not going to say something that should be uh, uh, the age of a teenager or is written mm-hmm. specifically towards a teenager. I'm not going to hand that to a five year old and be like, okay, let let let's read this. But let's say hypothetically, if I were a parent, right? And I know that kids have book lists of things that the school or you know the district or whatever they say like here's a reading list for kids for how old they are and what they should be reading growing up as we did our parents are big proponents of reading Mm -hmm. that was something that we've always done the one of the earliest memories I have is mom reading to me from the children's bible when I was little and I remember reading you fairy tales Mm -hmm. uh when you were when we were kids so reading has been very important so if I were a parent I get how you'd be like, I want to know what my child is reading. Mm -hmm. So as a parent, if I am a responsible parent, in my opinion, I would read the book first. Or let's say my child and I are reading it together if they have to do it for a school project. Because then I know what you're reading and then we can discuss it. We can discuss whatever questions or issues that you may have come up. And I feel like that's an important way to go about handling it versus saying, well, no child can read it. Because I don't have, I should not have the right to tell you what you can and can't let your child read. Mm. But you also don't get the right to tell me what I can let my child read or shouldn't read. I, I want to be able to have that conversation with my with my kid if I had one. Being that, that I mean, that's a valid point And we should be reading the things that our children have. But the problem is, or I guess the caveat is that no one really has time for that. So to the point of some of the things that I was reading about how like the influence of social media has definitely um, catapulted the concept of banned or the, the tool of banned books in the last few years, especially I think the last L- ALA listing was like 330 books for, uh, that had been uh, requested to be removed for like the year 2020 or 2021. And so what was I going to say? So these books have been banned. Oh, what was I going to say just now? What was I talking about? Uh, banned books for the year before that 
Oh, she's currently researching. Her next I, thing is to I'm not researching the conversation. Thing. You mentioned like how many, how many um, before that though? How many uh, people were, or how many the list of banned books that they yeah. had? So I was trying to find out exactly what that we number published was. it on. It's one of the links that we were going to do. That's why I wasn't worried about the the exact number. Oh damn! I had a really good point and. Well, whatever it's sh- gone you'll, you'll get back it won't to come your back. i'm sure it'll co- probably come back but one of the things that i saw doing a lot of the background information for banned books is that less than one percent according to the american library association if i am if i have that that title right um A-L-A. less than less than one percent of the challenges come from students the majority come from parents and sometimes it's not even parents who are ah I remember my point but sometimes it's not even parents who or people who are parents it's just people who are have nothing else to do but to the point of you were talking about parents being able to read the book with their kid however who has time for that so people choose to sometimes if they are looking it up they do look for the fastest I guess rundown summary of it and if they not even always just Wikipedia because some people don't trust Wikipedia, but people look online because that's what we do when we don't know information or we want a quick answer to something. But the thing is, of course, with social media, the things you look at, the things you watch, if you're already leaning in one direction or another, you, the algorithms give you a little bit, one, one opinion, one way towards the other. And so you have a lot of parents because in one article I was reading, they were talking about this concept of like a lot of parents are just seeing what other parents have said on social media or other people have said on social media, not really reading the book themselves because possibly just looking for a short answer because they don't know and they don't have time to like read the entire book with their child because you know, you got single moms or single dads People working for work five. Yeah. yeah, all these things, which I totally understand. Because um, mom and dad didn't get, weren't able to read always all the books with us. But social media has been a huge catalyst in the increase of a lot of these lists because, peop- of course, people are talking and they're going to different access. And then you have the concept of critical race theory going on right now. And so because it's such a hot, popular buzzword, that's added into this concept of the banned book list and the pro- the issue that's surrounding it. But I also feel like we have to be careful too, because a lot of people who are talking about banning these books, they're specifically talking about banning certain books written by black authors, LGBTQ plus authors. They're only, or, you know, they're only going after race, gender, and sexual and sexuality at this point. The main the main issues right now that are being targeted are books where it's race, gender, and sexu- mm-hmm. sexuality. Those are the ones that are right now being put on the chopping block. And in one of the articles I read, there's a who is this person? Uh by the name of Kraus? Yeah. Texas state rep Matt Krause he released the list of 180 uh, eight, I'm sorry, sheesh, 850 books that he claimed quote make students feel discomfort unquote due to their content about race and sexuality my question was when I read that was was that him actually polling students or was that just his opinion of what he thinks would make students feel you know what I mean? Like, cause I saw right. that same, I read the article and it, I saw that and I was like, who, who is he getting this information? Like, what is his? Also like 850 books. Most people don't read that many books 
the mm-hmm. average person in the United States does not read that many books in a year. Mm-hmm. And if he's a state oh, he rep, then hopefully he didn't have he's no probably pay. doing some work. And no. if that's the case, he's definitely not reading 850 books to say, okay, let's put a list of uh, these books on this particular list. So my question is, are some of the people who are going out not bothering to read any books, any of these books at all, they just go and do a quick Google search to say, oh, mm-hmm. popular black books by black authors or they popular prob- lgbtq plus authors and things like that and then they just print out that list and say okay these are all the books that we want banned i think that has part of it and again like to the point of like what's the hot topic buzzword that's in these communities that are f- afraid or f- are or living i'm no they're living in fear of these other people these others i think there is a point of some of them are reading this and looking at it or read something or heard something or didn't even read the full book and just created their own opinions based on their own view or context when they're reading a book jacket because maybe or they find an excerpt or a synopsis some, or a synopsis or they find an excerpt somewhere that someone had said and they you know because color your 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 views your 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 core beliefs color how you read things sometimes as well um, but yeah, to your point, I'm, I, I, I wouldn't put it past some people just Googling that or b- Googling critical race theory and then, you know, other buzzwords of like black girl magic or whatever. And so to a point that someone else was saying in an article, it could be anything just as just talking about civil or what it was it certain systems or civil rights or historical abuses that have occurred anything that makes america look bad especially white people in the past is 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 something to be if feared it challenges american exceptionalism and having the black bound asian native et cetera, et cetera, experience talked about that shows that all this history we've been learning for so long has been exclusionary because how do we not know about any of these things so just the very fact that these things exist and are telling stories from different perspectives slaps the ideal that has been emplaced in so many people that America is this one monolithic thing and yeah there's all these other things but really the American dream is the cis white family that lives in suburbia but has a really nice house and all this other stuff like but anything outside of that reflects crush it all reflects all the inconsistencies all the issues all the problems not only just within the United States, but other countries. But do we want to hear that? Do we want to see that? No. And so anything that makes us have to see our own faults rubs us the wrong way. And to your point, we want to crush it immediately. Some of us, not all of us. Right. That's that's a good point that you raised. Um, but yes, this whole idea, the challenge to the idea, the ideal of American exceptionalism, how, you know, if you work hard, you can get ahead where that's not the case for everybody. You've got people who work hard all the time and they never get anywhere. Or they, they just get somewhere and it's taken from them or or they just keep working hard mm. trying to trying to do better for the next generation and it's like you can't as many times as you try to pull yourself up by the bootstraps if someone if someone takes your boots you can't pull yourself up by the if bootstrap. You, if you don't got no straps, no boots no nothing. No, no socks, socks. No feet. Your exactly. feet is gone. No legs. What? How are you? What there, you, you, what are you to gonna strap with? Like all you can do is crawl. To your and then adding into that that concept of which 
It makes me think of that DeSantis thing, but let me not, let me start with my point first uh, of that concept of a lot of these things make or parents feel make their children uncomfortable with being white. But of course, in my head, I'm like, you're just reflecting your own insecurities on your kids because you haven't had to deal with this or you didn't have access to this information. And now your children have access to these other ideas and other ideologies and other perspectives and other worlds. And for you, it's like, or for the parents, I, cause I'm like, kids aren't feeling guilty. They're asking questions. They're wondering why, which is what they should be doing. doing. But it's really, I think the, the parents reflecting their own guilt. So when they're like, Oh, my kid feels guilty about being white. And so we shouldn't teach these things or expose them to these other worlds. And it's like, no, I mean, your child is learning about what guilt feels and all this stuff, because that's a human condition that we learn through. Like if the child spills milk and doesn't tell on the TV and doesn't tell anyone, they feel guilty. They may not fully understand the concept, but to say that they feel guilty for years of oppression that they had nothing to do with, but they're learning about it to find out what happened. I don't think they feel guilty. They just want to know more so that they can make their own opinion. But the parents are superimposing that. But to the, sa- the side of that is like, okay, so I understand you think your child feels insecure. Or you're trying to protect your child's feelings or whatever the hell you're trying to do. But then how are you incapable of understanding how you're doing the exact same thing by denying for forever and even up until now the experiences the stories the perspectives of other people of other children yes that's what i mean of other of of those others other black brown children and so it's like okay to your point earlier if you don't want your child to read it and you want your child to be misinformed and unable to be a part of the conversation unfortunately that's your prerogative but you do not have the power to tell how other people have access for their children to have education you know know you you shouldn't but that's the problem is that people are taking that power also that first amendment right to freedom of speech you know you can't rein in someone else's ideas because you don't like them or they make you feel they make you feel bad well there have been plenty of people here in the past and the present that still feel that bad. feel that have been made to feel bad because of what they look like where they're descended from where they come from get my okay so before i i go off uh, on saying all the words that i want to say because this really just rubs me the wrong way quick story i remember being in college and as a history student a history major we were in class and we were discussing um the industrial age and women's rights and i remember this one guy in my class white male very upset in class because he was like the way you make it sound you make it sound like i'm like uh misogynistic and i'm this and i'm that and like everything that has gone wrong in history is my fault and i looked at him and i said if you feel that way Mm -hmm. then that means you must have something that you've done or said that Mm. makes you feel that way i said because i'm a black female in a predominantly white school Mm -hmm. and with other people's expectations of me i should be somewhere addicted to crack with several babies from different daddies and lying somewhere with a needle in my arm that is not who i am that is not 
what I'm about. And I was like, and so I don't feel bad because of what someone else's expectations of me should be. And I was like, but if that's how you feel, then there's something that you need to work out with yourself. Something along those lines. I can't remember. It was so long ago. But still, the idea that he was like, I feel bad. You're making me feel bad for things that have happened in the past. Well, if you had had nothing to do with it, then what are you feeling bad about? If you're not doing it in the present, you have no reason to feel bad. And when they say, well, I wasn't around in the past, the the argument is not that we're saying you went back in time and participated in all these things. The argument is you're willfully not acknowledging the benefits and the privileges that give access to you, the barriers and hurdles, the obstacles that are presented for everyone else. Cause even to today we were talking about this client I had and like going through the housing system and just how everything in the United States is just set up for failure of those of certain people and no matter what resource you use it's just constant barrier after barrier or being homeless and being asked to like provide an email and to go print out documents and to download things it's like how are you going to do that yeah no, if you have no home if you have no access because you can yeah. be homeless, homeless. But, and have a phone but maybe you don't have data maybe you right. don't have the ability to have access especially with covid having access the, to the library, library is not open all the time right may not always be in or your area some of them are temporary closed especially and and not just the library other forms of services are closed, especially in lower income communities, which a lot of times, especially in Chicago, are predominantly black communities. Um, and I was having, you made me think of this conversation I was having with, I'm not gonna call them out on here who they exactly are, but in the car as we were driving, they are a white person and I'm a black person. And I was like, they were saying that things have changed and that um, my expectations were too high. What the, I'm oh, sorry. And so I told, them that I was like or they said that I couldn't pin down exactly what I said I wanted for a list it's like if I if nothing has changed what is it that I'm wanting and I said that okay first let's talk about language because the definition of change to me there has been no change there has been progress in certain areas there have been people pushing for change but and I told them until I feel like I can live one day without the underlying fear of something happening to me just because I am a woman or just because I am black or just because someone is Asian or whatever until we cannot live in that fear underlying fear until we don't have to raise our children any certain way there has been no change and I was like I'm not lofty and foolish to believe that it will happen in my lifetime unfortunately I just the system and the way it is there will be progress, but I will not see change in my lifetime in the way that I want, what I think is real change. But that concept of like, also how I think white people don't, not even just white people, because if we go to other countries where they're having their own issues of like discrimination and, and exclusion, when you are taught for so long not to acknowledge and you're asked to acknowledge even when you're trying, there is still the blinders. And it's like, just accept that there's blinders that you don't understand. And that when a person of color or a person who's marginalized is telling you something, to believe them, to not silence them, to not remove their stories from schools and books. Like um, 
was it? You remember we read Cinderella's Dead last year? Yes, so I saw that. So Byron, I forgot how it's, Byron, Byron, Byron. Yeah. she had said at one point that the fact that her and other authors are being banned, she was like, in a sense, it, it makes me... I forgot the exact word she used, proud or whatever. But the concept was that this this happening speaks to the the bigotry that still exists in our world today. To it 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 to our point we said earlier, where you know it's you can't. Oh, what we said earlier something basically that this stuff is still going on. There's no denying it. There's no being ignorant of it. There's no sitting here and saying, well. I, I don't know what you all are talking about. Why are you making me feel bad? If the entire room is telling you there's an elephant sitting on you and you feel a crushing weight, then there's an elephant sitting on you. Copyright 2022. The elephant in the room. <laughs> I figured I'd keep but, it in the, the, yeah. the room. Well, can, can I speak now? Because I, I was trying to keep my mouth shut. Cause let's refrain from certain pronouns. So we I, I, I know, I know. But when, when you said that it reminds me of so many conversations I've had and to have to time and time again, explain to generally white people mm-hmm. that just because things you don't see it and it doesn't impact you directly does not mean it does not exist. And like you said, change is is different like yes we have progressed but when you can turn around and see the same thing that happened back in 1950 happening in 2022 happening in 1930 happening in 2022 happened in 19 you know 1920 you know yeah 1865 to their point they were like well it doesn't happen in the same way it's not so overt and i was like it's still happening he's like well you wouldn't go down in chicago that you wouldn't be in chicago and you can't and walk down the street and someone's gonna be like hey black person you should not supposed to be here and like physically fight what you neighborhood are you in and i asked that and he was like well if you're downtown you can you could walk downtown during and, the day yes and during the day and sometimes at night i, I I'm, I'm saying in the broad context of what he was saying mm-hmm. uh you can walk down and people will stop you or people will try to do something and i was like to your point yes there are people out there who are speaking up there are people who are actually listening there are people who are of our kind of of the marginalized who are no longer taking it and are speaking up but I, I told them it's just like in the civil rights area, you know, people spoke up, but there's we're still dealing with the same shit, the same systematic issues, the same structures still exist. And I was like, until all of that is, in my opinion, you know me, I want to burn it all to the ground and start fresh. Yes. But until those are removed and all those barriers are removed, nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Basically, Malcolm X said it best, and I'm going to paraphrase, but that basically the white liberal is the most dangerous. Mm. Um, foxes, as they say. Because even though you have the 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 Southern racist who will be overt about it, mm. the white liberal, more co- covert, and they use gaslighting. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what it is. What like that guilt thing is. Yeah. It was like, I, I don't want to think about it. So I'm just going to tell you that 
it's not everything is better stop stop complaining about it mm. stop talking about it well guess what we can't stop talking about it because it still keeps happening right if it wasn't happening anymore we would stop talking we would, about it stop talking about it or we would talk about it differently so that it doesn't happen again right exactly we, the same reason why you don't tell someone who's jewish to stop talking about the holocaust why because we don't want that to happen again you know it didn't get rid of anti-semitism the still end of world war ii here. it still it still occurs Outlawing slavery didn't get rid of racism for black Americans in the United States. Removing the Chinese Exclusion Act did not get rid of racism targeted towards Asian Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, there are these things that, that continues to keep happening because we choose not to talk about it. And that's to the point of this that removes the possibility of conversation. And I forgot which article in the group. I think it was actually the one of the ones we posted online. But there was a point where they said uh, books should be both windows and mirrors. They can cover difficult and powerful concepts in a way that is humanizing and possibility driven. So in this sense, it's helping kids learn to discuss like these sensitive topics in uh, an an environment where they're with their peers, first of all, because that's who they're going to be growing up with, the people they're going to be working and living in the world with. But they also get to be in a safe space to a certain... Well, school should be a safe space. I'm not going to... Let me yeah. not get into that conversation. But if you have a teacher who's willing to be there and talk with them, and you have parents who are willing to have also that difficult conversation, but that's to this point is none of our generation and none of the older generation before us were given the ability to talk about this because banned these topics were banned and it's a continuous cycle of the same thing happening over and over because we choose not to have these difficult conversations and consent and all of that is 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 important understanding sexuality as a teenager because these kids are out here having sex so no matter how much you try to avoid it and ignore it and talk about it they're they're understanding their sexuality they're trying to figure out their identity and they're sitting there being bullied because there's no understanding there's it's not being taught there's no there's no ability to learn empathy mm-hmm. and that's also what stories teach us is to have empathy especially when you're a when you're a child and you get a chance to read these read stories like for example Aesop's fables mm-hmm. fables yes but they teach important life lessons as well and that's what that's isn't that what we want we want children be prepared for life to understand life lessons to understand how to interact with people and when people are different from you not to just belittle them or or ignore them or just be basically jerks to these Mm -hmm. jerks to people who are different but to learn how to work with people despite the differences that you may have to see if you can find common ground and move forward together Mm -hmm. And and i think that is a huge message that's getting getting lost but i have to say that it gives me hope because in another article that i saw you have kids that are actually fighting back they are coming up with projects and school drives and they Mm -hmm. are they're fighting back so that they can read when you've got kids who are lined up at a library Mm -hmm. first of all it does it makes my heart rejoice because finding kids in the library sometimes is a hard thing but when you can find kids lined up and are excited to read Mm -hmm. unfortunately it's because the book is about to be banned and it's about to go away but still to find out why are they banning this book I want to understand what's going on because a lot of times you find out something's been banned like when we talked about Cinderella's Dead Mm -hmm. 
I would not have thought that would be on a list of books to be banned. But because it was a queer black girl love experience, it was problematic right. and dangerous. I uh, didn't find anything problematic. If I, I had thought a it teenager, was very PG, to be honest. I did too. I was like, okay, it's a different take on an old fable, right. on an old fairy tale. Because if they were two hetero kids, then it, it would have been the same thing and it probably would have been. I think the story... Like there was something that I read that said the story was what it was because it was mm-hmm. a lesbian mm-hmm. romance fairy tale. If you are not in into it, then once you read it or you open up the you open Go up or read the jacket, book. you just put it back and move on. Right. You don't have to. You don't have to read it. You don't have to say anything. If you don't like it, don't read it. If you like the story, I thought it was a good story. Mm-hmm. If I had a teenager. I'd read. I'd Go ahead and read, read the story. Yeah. It was like if you want to talk about it, then we can talk about but it. But people don't want to talk because it's like this whole idea of the parents not having the sex talk. But uh, one you thing you gotta have hard conversations with yeah, your kids, but no, no matter one, what. Nobody wants to do that. Or at least I, I would rather, as mom said, I'd rather you come to me and get the facts versus asking your little else. friends who don't know shit. Well, I mean, sorry, don't know no anything. anything. Mom hear, didn't say that. Or, I I changed that or last. Hearing week. from other people's parents. these other things but uh the other point to that too is something we posted um in preparation for this episode is like not only just students in school because there's two points to what i'm about to say so one of it is that a lot of these kids a are not getting access to information education but they are part of this prison this uh school to pipe prison pipeline situation and so not only are they getting education in school and they are being put in these positions that lead them to being put in prison but then while they're in prison they have no concept or no access to actual education either or learning how to rehabilitate themselves and move forward or learn new perspectives and 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 grow and so there was something we posted about the prison book banning um, yes. and that issue and it's the same concept <clears throat> excuse me of how do we allow some books and not others? Because going back to what I said about Mein Kampf in the beginning, everybody, anyone knows that Mein Kampf has been allowed in prisons because, yes, I'm not going to get into it. We already know why. But then I think it was in Wisconsin or somewhere in the northern states where, like, they accepted Mein Kampf, but they were like, Black Panthers is too, too problematic. Like, it's going to cause... Malcolm X? No. No, no, not here. All these things that are talk about um, civil rights, um, human injustices within the prison system, the, the issues that occur within the prison justice system, anything that's educational in that department, they, uh, there was something I was reading where they it's, it's, it's the prison system bans those topics, especially because they look at it as a disruption to the social order of the prison. And I was like, social order for who? Yes. You should be happy living in a human rights violation, right? Social order of the, of prison guards, keeping you in these inhumane conditions where you aren't given access to even make yourself a better person. And the whole point in there is to punish you. And I understand punishing you. It's like if you murdered someone, but let's say the situation was whatever. I'm not going to get into the specifics. But if you murder someone and you you are rehabilitated, you get access to education and perspectives that broaden your, your world and get access to job and information and legal work, you have, why, like, why is it that we are so quick to not give people second chances? 
Why is it that we're so quick to shut them down and just throw away the key and not see that there's potential for them? Because what if they were just in a situation where they get arrested and they're in jail for something they didn't even do or weren't even a part of, but they're just wrong place, wrong time. Do they not? Because Isha, we like slave labor in this country. Did you forget that? We have a whole history of it. We just turned away. We just found a way to, to legalize it in a different way. That's all. We just like free labor. Yes, you're correct. Yes, we do. And it, once we have you, they don't want to let you go. But it's not even a, a I'm, I mean, I got it because I was like, it's not even a prosperous thing for, for most of it because. Well, most of our prisons in this country are privately owned. Yeah. So they keep you as many people as they can keep in there. They get paid. Per head. Per head. Now, now you see how that sounds. Get paid per head like some t- there's types of chattel. Yeah. So these to to everything of just like this concept of like when you remove and something we posted at the beginning of this month of like why it's important to know black history. Why is it important to know and have access to these stories? Why is it important and to know these perspectives and these histories and these cultures? It's because... How else are we going to learn? How else are we going to grow and evolve? I mean, I'm not going to say humans are perfect. We make mistakes all the time, but we also hobble ourselves so quickly to not even allow ourselves the point, the chance to grow beyond because I, I'm assuming we're scared and fearful of the other and fearful of cha- real change. I don't know. It's all about power. If you, if you think about it, you know, it's like, where's the money going? Where's the where's the power going? If you can keep people divided and separated, they can't get anything done. Like people like uh, what Matt Krause, who is running for office or running maybe running for re-election. I don't know for sure. But if he has no platform to stand on, what's the easiest thing to do? Well, let's go ahead and ban some books. And you don't get the chance to see or we can ignore the fact that I have nothing of substance to offer Mm -hmm. that I'm not going to change to make your life any better. You're just pandering to the hot button topic issue that even I don't understand as a constituent, you know, know, watching people like so white white people break down white women break down in tears talking about just because i don't want to learn my child to learn crt doesn't mean i'm a racist i'm like yes it does yes it does yes it does but also the fact that why are you crying why have you made yourself the victim in this right nobody would not ever has anybody in any time that i've been in school gone and said white people are the problem with america that has never been taught. Oh, yeah, not in school. Ever. Never been taught <laughs> in school. Not ever. No matter what school, parochial school, public school, no one has ever taught me that white people are the problem in America. No one has ever taught that. And I'm sure if they didn't teach me when I was in there, they're definitely not teaching it now. But I have been taught that uh, some problems in America were created by black people, uh, Mexicans, uh, immigrant populations, uh, and everybody things. else, yeah, right? Everybody else, else, you know, came in and then they they made other people feel uncomfortable, and that's what happened. And I think that's first again, of all, it goes I don't back, like point of order. It goes back to Ain't making no people black feel- people 
came here that are black American. I'm talking about immigrants as well. Okay. Black, we didn't brown. Because people are like, oh, oh yeah, you immigrated. I was like, slavery is not immigration. Or they called them in textbooks with those edited errors of like they were workers or immigrants. No. And it's like, there no. Was, no. Work means that you get paid, you get compensated, and you can leave freely with your family intact. Right. Like, I mean, if they were really trying the the closest that it still doesn't even work would be refugee because then you were like forced from your land because technically we were forced from our land but not for the same reason most refugees are so i was like there's a difference between being a refugee we weren't fleeing from a conflict but i'm surprised i was like if anything the smarter option for idiots would have been to say why am I trying to give idiots smarter? Answers? I don't know. I don't <laughs> spade a spade. That's what uh, I'm saying. Call a spade a like, spade. Do don't be trying to say like, oh, if it walks like a duck, it talks like a duck. Then it wears then an it's elephant a goose. costume. No. Or it's a moose. No. It's mm-hmm. a duck. It might be a duck with a moose uh, inferiority complex. Call a spade a spade. <laughs> Let's just say. be real and call it call it for what it is. Because when people refuse to name the thing, then it's just like, oh, well, we don't have to do anything because, you know, I don't want to name it. But one of the things I did want to conclude with was a quote by Toni Morrison when she was talking about people trying to get rid of, uh, to ban Huckleberry Finn. Mm. Um, quote, purest and yet elementary kind of censorship designed to appease adults rather than educate children Mm -hmm. end quote that's what that's about and it's the same thing because they've been trying to they've banned her books multiple times Mm -hmm. which leads us to what we'll be talking about next time which is tony morrison's the bluest eye which in our normal sphere of like genres that we normally talk about it doesn't quite run into those but we decided to open the umbrella for this month to fiction in general and uh it's a very it talks about it has sexually explicit um issues that go on which we need we going to the point uh, going to the point that i said earlier of like yeah having those conversations to be addressed because it's stuff that happens right now it's stuff that happens when these kids go to college or while they're in high school or when they become an adult and it also talks about um, other things that are like more, honestly, look, you'll you'll find out. It's a very short book. It is a short honestly. Book. You can get also get the audio book. I'm in my second. I finally got it again, so I'm in my second audio book role. Um, but I remember the first time I listened to it, I was like, "Wait, is this the right book?" Because <laughs> you're like, "Oh, oh, okay, okay, you got it." Right. I listened to it, and I got to listen to it again. I got to go and renew my library card. But yeah, the Not same interested. thing. <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, that's what we'll be talking about next time. Hopefully this was not too long of an episode for y'all. You hung in there with us. We're trying. Anyway, book banning. Yeah. Don't do it. Yep. I was thinking. You said yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Book banning. Yeah. No. 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 No, Yeah. No. Yeah. On that. I said. Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, I thought you meant just talking about, yeah, the topic we were talking about today. So I was like, yeah, that's what we talked about. Okay. Because I thought it was like book banning. Yeah. Why would I be like, yeah, after everything I said in this entire conversation? It's all been a lie, you all. I believe that we should ban every book available. We should only be watching TV and movies for the rest of our lives. Mostly Coco Meow. Right? No. Not even though. No. Nothing that involves books, graphic novels comic books none of anything you realize that movies and tv shows have scripts which are basically if you think about it are written exactly books so (laughs) really we're at 
nothing but reality TV shows. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Or Don't or do it. documentaries. So it'll be reality TV show, documentaries, and news reality TV shows. I weep for you're, humanity. You're welcome, world. Maybe TikTok videos will be a whole TV channel. No, the TikTok channel. No, uh, copyright that because if somebody steals that whole thing, I came up with it first. I want to see by checks my royalties. Anyway, until next time, y'all check us. Check 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 check. I don't know. Anyway, read the bluest eye. We'll see you next time. Look for us on all major podcast platforms. Don't forget to like and leave a review. Music by Moon Apple XX. You can find them on Instagram as well as art done by.